0: get there literally probably five minutes after Snoop Dogg leaves, it was unreal. It seriously is one of my top ten biggest regrets. Every running back, that's what they say, man, I get better as the game goes. Yeah, I'm not really a rotational back. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it! Open the door, there's Le'Ron McLean. nothing but his boxers, just sprawled <laughs> out on his bed, just like, What up, dog? Come on, come on in, you want to talk? Welcome to the lounge. Yeah, you might recognize this voice. It's been a little while. Back, big boy. I'm just impressed that you remembered how to get into the building.
1: (laughs) They didn't revoke your keycard access. Yeah. I had had to beg my way past the
0: security gate.
1: Yeah. You know, when you came back, I thought about reorganizing your cube, you know, putting some of my stuff in there and figuring out a new way to kind of spice it up. But, you know, it just was there was a lot of dust. There had to be a lot of dust in there this week.
0: (laughs) Three weeks off, three weeks off in Europe little Amsterdam, Belgium, France action. It was pretty nice. Yep, you, I am looking like I've done nothing but sit around, eat a lot of bread and sweets and You do drink look that way. Very good beer in Belgium. Yep. I've got the beer six pack rocking, but with a nice tan though.
1: And the croissant six pack?
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, all, it's all, not a good all, situation all, <laughs> all that. It's not good. Put on the pants so I get back the nice work pants. Ooh, a little thighs thing shrink.
1: Yeah, it's going to be training camp for you, too. You're going to get some wind wind sprints out there.
0: (laughs) I'm not be passing the conditioning test
1: right now. We'll just say that much. You you would not pass the O-line conditioning test. No No. shot. But I would still beat you. (laughs) Also no shot for
0: that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, good to be back. Good to be back with my boy Garrett here. Good to be back with all of you, uh, the lounge listeners, and uh, I'm excited for training camp. It's right around the corner now. It's here. It's kind of the perfect It's not right time. around the corner. It's here. It's here. That's true. Uh, it's kind of the perfect time because, like, July is dead, and then I come back right, refresh, right in time for training.
1: Did you know there's a new policy now that you can't do the two weeks after the 4th of July week? I heard about that. That's a new policy.
0: Which is baloney. You took a two-week vacation.
1: Yeah, so I think the new... But my my focus is that the policy is like retroactive. So you already cashed in your chip for the two-weeker after the 4th of July. So now I have a two-weeker on top of the 4th of July that I still have the opportunity to cash in in future years. No. So I just got to pick a good one.
0: I don't get that. So you took a two-weeker to go to Italy in what month? April? In March. March. Yeah. March, right? So that's the same thing. I took a two-week vacation. Yeah, but now it didn't impact anybody else during Fourth of July week. In fact, I wrote all your stories that you were supposed to write. During yeah, Fourth but there was still
1: work that I had to do during Fourth of July week. What? you know, clean up all your mistakes so they were ended up in articles. To get go the in hell there. out of here. Had to go there in there was and one fix all that. <laughs> <us. laughs>
0: there was one contact us email that I forwarded to you. And that wasn't even during 4th of July week. That was yeah. the week after. I had to go and fix all of that. You didn't have to do anything. So it was a
1: busy week for me on the 4th of July. But so when you say impact anyone, it impacted this get guy right here. here. All right, let's just
0: get into the fan yep. emails before you rile me up even more. <laughs> all right, so this one comes from Jake Radvansky. Okay. Great last name. Says, Sup guys. I've emailed you once before, and I'll again introduce myself as one of the only brave souls that you'll find who was born and raised in Pittsburgh, (laughs) yet still bleeds black and purple. (laughs) We are really We're cheesy. corny. Yeah. This is really the jo- it's, it's been three weeks off, so <laughs> and the jokes are really stale. It's bad. Uh, so Jake continues, I'm always shocked when there's no listener question to read, but then realize that I'm, going, that I'm doing nothing to help that cause. See? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Be part of the solution, not exactly. the problem. Exactly. Exactly. So he's here to assist today. He says, since the draft, I have not been able to wrap my head around the pick of safety Chuck Clark in the sixth round. And since reading today's Late for Work and seeing that he's considered an on-the-bubble player to even make the team, it only frustrates me more. In draft where you've completely ignored your skill positions, why do you waste this what-could-be-valuable pick on one of your deepest positions at safety? As I understand, he'll need to prove himself on special teams to make the roster, but this just doesn't seem worthy of the pick to me. So, he, go, he continues, but I think we all get the idea. He also says we should check out Fathead Saloon in the south side Pittsburgh when we go there. I'm going there. I've been there. the draft. Been there. It is excellent. You've been to the fat Heads? Oh hell, yeah. I'm a fat. Yeah, well, you're you're beef, just beef. beer is fat. I'm just fat. You're just fat, <laughs> and I have a head. So I go Fatheads. Yeah, and a great beer selection, which I agree, because he uh, says we should try the Headhunter IPA. Oh, all right, and it's on him. Headhunter IPA is on me. All right, now I'm really interested. Now I'm listening. Now I might have to get up there to Pittsburgh this year. So anyway, uh, kind of interesting question about Chuck Clark, and and really the other interesting thing is two days later we get an email from Aaron. Also about Chuck Clark. Literally, I haven't said the words Chuck Clark (laughs) since April when he was drafted. No knock on Chuck Clark. Right. But then we get two questions about him in the span of a couple days. It's crazy. We need to get him on the podcast, what it sounds like. We do. We need to have him as a guest. I think that's what Aaron's saying here. So uh, this is Aaron Haynes, and he says he's from Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I would love it if you would invite Chuck Clark onto the pod for an interview. I'm a huge Virginia Tech football fan and Ravens fan. And since we lost Tyrod Taylor, Chuck is definitely my new favorite player on the team. You guys rock, and Ryan is the MVP. So. No, actually, what does it really say? What does that really say from hey, Aaron? Did you print out the email? Or yeah, did you it does. Aaron
1: says, quote, Garrett is the MVP. And so, Aaron wait, Haynes, how, Aaron Haynes is my new favorite listener to the t-s- lounge. How
0: many teas do you have in Garrett?
1: Yeah, he may have misspelled it, but <laughs> the thought is there, and that is what's most important. Aaron is the new favorite listener of The Lounge. So, again, you know, we love to hear from you guys, especially if you let people know that I'm the MVP. Email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net
0: and let everyone know why I am better than Ryan. Uh, so, two questions about Chuck Clark, uh, which is really interesting. Two contrasting opinions yeah. here. Um, and I'm going to answer Jake's question about why the Ravens used a six-round pick on Chuck Clark, which, I'll admit, it surprised me a little bit when that pick came through in April. Uh, but I went back and was doing a little more thinking about this. And here's a name for you, okay? You remember this name? Haruki Nakamura. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. He was a 6th round pick of the Ravens in 2008 his safety, okay? And he ended up being a pretty good quality depth safety for the Ravens. He was good on special teams. He played some defense for them. Uh, when, when other injuries happened, did a great job. He was a quality player, backup for the Ravens, for several years. And what's interesting about that pick is the Ravens drafted Tom Zbikowski in the third round that same year. Mm-hmm. So three rounds earlier, they already drafted a safety. They already had Ed Reed, Jim Leonard, and Dewan Landry on the roster. So they did not need more safeties. Haruki looked like it was a bad pick then, kind of like the Ravens have a lot of safeties now. It was like, why did they draft another safety, a second safety in the sixth round? Well, Turned out pretty well for Haruki and for the Ravens. Here's so, the thing: when you Chuck, get,
1: yeah, Chuck yeah, Clark you, could be a
0: def, great depth player. When
1: you get into the sixth, seventh rounds of the draft, you're most likely not going to find stars, right? You're not right. most maybe, likely, maybe. You, you, Every once, you know, once in blue moon, there's an Antonio Brown. Right? There's a reason why there's the Antonio Brown and the Tom Brady story is so unique because those guys went in the sixth round and they end up being. The best in the league right. at their position. Okay. But that is the minority, far, far, you know, yeah. the minority. So, what you're looking for in those spots is you're looking for somebody that can come in and give you valuable depth and, more special importantly, teams. be an immediate special teamer. Yep. Be an immediate special teamer. And so, guys that typically can do that, oftentimes, safeties, oftentimes, kind of tight ends, right. um, those are guys that inside linebacker so somebody can be backs, that. Run linebacker. T- yeah. Guys that can do special teams and Chuck Clark that is going to be his way onto this roster. Yep. And so I, I don't hate the pick at all. I mean, you need depth players, and Chuck Clark certainly
0: fits the bill. And sometimes, you know, when you'll take that, to me in the later rounds, it's between like, all right, do we try to take that player with a really high upside, but he has all these red flags or, or whatever, and that's yeah. why he's there late? Or do you take like a good, solid player who fits the bill of what you're describing, like good depth player, good depth player, if there's injuries, maybe you could step up and, and, you know, be an adequate player on your defense or offense or whatever. Uh, The Ravens haven't really had a ton of success with, like, striking gold. Like, I think of Tommy Streeter, Mm -hmm. right? Like, he's saying, why not take a skill position player, like a wide receiver. Tommy Streeter was, like, that high upside. Maybe he'll paint out. Just just didn't work out at all. Yeah. Um, And then they've had success with some of these other depth picks, you know, whether it's defensive linemen or stuff like that. They've had success finding guys later, right? For sure, quality players. Yeah, like Art
1: Jones was a late round pick. Even like a guy, you know, uh, D'Angelo Tyson. You know, he was a seventh rounder, uh, ends up playing in the Super Bowl. Not like a huge role. Didn't have five sacks in the Super Bowl, but ends up playing. You need to have depth guys, and so that's why you end up with Pernod McFee. Pernod McFee, yeah. Now he was kind of one of those. He he struck gold. They struck gold struck gold. Yeah. So, all right, that's, uh, the, that's the 4-1-1 on Chuck Clark right there. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll have
0: him in. Once yeah. he's like a special teams ace, we'll have him in.
1: Yeah, we'll have him in soon. So, um, but now, training camp is here. Players reported on Wednesday and uh, first practice this morning. Um, so, lots to talk about. Um, as we do that, I mean, what do you think the Ravens need to accomplish in training camp? What is the most important thing
0: that needs to get done over the next month? Well, there's a lot of things, obviously. But to me, the the biggest issue and what they have to figure out most of all is how to get this offense on track. And that, I think, starts with the running game. You know, this the running game the past two years has just not been good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now the injury to Kenneth Dixon obviously makes the situation a little bit murkier. I think they do have quality depth there. But I really like Kenneth Dixon. I thought he was going to be a great player. And if he's out for the whole season, that – that's a blow it's a serious right so in training camp you got to figure out is Buck Allen going to be able to pick that up is Bobby Rainey if the Ravens do end up signing him which as of the time that we're taping this they have not yet um you know the running game is is essential I think We, we saw it in the Super Bowl years we saw it basically since I got here in 2009 until the Super Bowl the running game was always a big part of this offense and it hasn't been that since then maybe a little bit in 2014 with Gary Kubiak it was pretty good with Justin Forsett but when the Ravens haven't had a pretty strong running game I think their offense has struggled I think Joe needs that a little bit more balance and it hasn't been good the past couple years so that I think is something that needs to get on track during training here's my question and I like I've understood the excitement about Kenneth
1: Dixon I think he's Got a high ceiling, a lot of potential, showed some flashes last year in training camp and then in the season. A lot of excitement, buzz, okay? Yeah. But like, he's had these issues where he hasn't been able to stay on the field, yeah. and so there are the questions around him. Beyond this, then he's suspended for four games. So I've always kind of been well, everyone's excited about Kenneth Dixon, but Terrence West is most likely gonna be the starter, and I think that Terrence West is a pretty good option. A pretty good option
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think that terrence west could run for a thousand yards do you do people disagree i don't think that he's probably going to lead the league in rushing but i think terrence west could be a thousand yard running back
0: yeah i think he could be i mean that, close to it yeah like i just i think that danny woodhead's probably going to eat into that uh for him i don't think that he's like one of those featured backs that gets it enough to like, necessarily get is he Zeke Elliott? Uh, is no, he Adrian Peterson in
1: his prime? Okay, no, but like, there's reasons that there's only a couple of those guys, right? right? So I think that he could be a bell cow running back that carries the ball twenty times a game, you know? Mm-hmm. And and as you know, hit what he would say to that. Yeah, you got to feed him. You got to <laughs> feed know, him. You I get better, a, I get better as the game goes on. You, you, you got to give me those carries, man. <laughs> Every
0: running back, that's what they say,
1: man. I get better as the game goes. Yeah, I'm not really a rotational back. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so like, I kind of, you know, I'm with him a little you're bit. I can, him, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that I can, I think that he could be a pretty good player. Um, I, I do think, too. and so, so my, my, my main point there is that I don't think that the Kenneth Dixon injury is like, it's just like crushing, crushing. It, it's a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Most of all for Kenneth Dixon. If there's one injury that concerns me more than any that the Ravens have suffered, it's not Kenneth Dixon, it's not Dennis Pitta, it's Tavon Young. I would agree with that. He's somebody that last year was probably the most impressive rookie when you consider where he was drafted and what he was asked to do. Yes. Got thrown in there. His is a nickel guy, small guy from Temple. You know, we'll kind of work him in. Like, three weeks into the season, yeah, we're going to make him a starting outside corner. You know? Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, right. that's what he ends up...
0: Match up against Des Bryant.
1: Yeah. Not an easy assignment. <laughs> right. And so, this year was his opportunity. They've added Marlon Humphrey. They've added Brandon Carr. And this was going to be the opportunity for him to go back and play in the slot where he was kind of best suited to play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this dude's going to be a stud. Because he was good as an outside corner Corner, yeah, yeah. he's going to be a stud inside. That is a huge void that the Ravens have to fill.
0: Yeah, I think we're all excited about the potential of the Ravens' defense and, in particular, the secondary, considering the addition of Tony Jefferson and Brandon Carr. But nickel corner is a key position in the defense. Very, very important. That guy's practically a starter. And right now, the Ravens' option, top option, is Maurice Candy, who I like a lot. We both really think he's done very well. Over the summer, he's done really well. But he's a he's a six round pick from last year who hasn't played hardly at all in NFL games, so he's got a lot to prove. Yeah. I think he can do it, but that's a big question. There's mark. still questions that got to be answered. there. Yeah, and so I, I I agree with you that I think that that injury that leaves a hole, and so that is another thing that the Ravens need to figure out during training camp. Is it going to be Kennedy? Uh, is Webb going to need to slide down there? Is it going to be Brandon, Brandon Boykin. Boykin? He's an interesting one. You know, yeah. he's somebody that a
1: few years ago he was one of the top slot corners. In the league. Didn't play last year, uh, had an injury, but he says that he's fully healthy, so
0: yeah. you know, that's a guy that I wanna see. You know that phrase saying, You're only as strong as your weakest link. Uh-huh. Right? Well, this Ravens defense is pretty darn good. Yeah. But if you don't if you can't find a guy there at nickel corner, guess where they're gonna throw the ball? Yeah. It's gonna be tough. Yeah,
1: I mean the the, the games last year where the Ravens lost. Late in games, Christmas Day comes to mind. It's when what,
0: backup corners came in the game. Yeah, and,
1: and what and what Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> and great quarterback to Tom Brady, they're able to do is they're able to find a soft spot. They're able to find a hole. Yeah, I
0: mean, you're, it was Gerard Powers on Antonio Brown on that goal yeah, line play. Yeah, it was the first guy that was who was originally on him and Weddle and CJ came over. You know, and they and they were throwing the ball a lot in Sharice's direction. You
1: know, and yep. and they, he struggled in that game yep. late in that game. So like. Yeah, I mean... Somebody's got to step up there. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. I do think the defense will be good. I think they, teams won't be able to run on the Ravens. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that teams should be able to run on the Ravens this right. year. You right. invested a ton right. of money. Not, yeah, you
0: paid Brandon Williams that much money to make sure of that.
1: Right, you paid him. You still have C.J. Mosley, who's in the prime. Yep. Tony Jefferson can come down there and bang against guys yep. Yep. like M- Michael Pierce. Yep. Those two guys, that's like 750 pounds. You've got to move there in the middle of the line, so that's not easy <laughs> to do. So there's no reason teams like should be able even to run. me and you. You might be getting near Michael Pierce territory after your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw Michael go through the lunch line, and then you went right after him. Your plate was twice as big
0: as what he had. I those. actually don't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> um, another position, I mean, we, that we haven't talked about, we talked about the running backs, but obviously the offensive line is a huge area that the Ravens need to figure out during training camp. We spent a lot of time talking about this. You have three of the five positions that are locked up with Ronnie Stanley. Alex Lewis is playing somewhere. Looks more and more like that's just going to be left guard. Yeah, and and Marshall Yandy at right guard. Obviously, you have center and right tackle. The big question is: Is James Hurst the guy at right tackle, and John Urschel, Ryan Jensen, or one of those, or Matt Skura, one of those guys? Are you comfortable with them being your starting center? That's there's the big question. So. You know how I feel about James Hurst. I, I don't do think know. I need to get on my James Hurst uh, high horse here. You don't. And talk about how. You sure? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you <want> to, <laughs> we can pass. This could we've be heard, about 10 minutes long about we, how I think James Hurst is an adequate starter. We've heard this a million times. I'm good. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm we'll take a pass. They could still. You know what? Email the lounge. Email us at the lounge. The, what is it the lounge god I've been <laughs> god, the lounge you don't even, at Dot. we really should have revoked your key card access <laughs> and let us know if you want to hear my James Hurst rant yeah because I'll give it to you
1: yeah you can just have a private email conversation with whoever emails no, no, in no, no. that's interested that's interested in that that's the um, yeah I mean I, I think offensive line obviously still needs to be figured out um there, there's still questions. I mean, there's going to be a, a number of new starters on the team. Tight end still a position to figure out. Max yeah, Williams, how does he look? Crockett sure. Gilmore, does he stay healthy? Benjamin Watson, is he back to 100? Like Nick Boyle, Nick Boyle, guy, Nick Boyle. I, I've said it time, and time again. I think the season starts today. Nick Boyle is your starting tight end, and I think he's going to be.
0: I think Crockett Gilmore's healthy. He's your starting tight end. Oh no, no it's I going like to be Nick
1: Boyle. It's going to be Nick Boyle. It's Real. going to be the starter. Yeah. All right. um, chicken Buck, Chicken Buck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there are still are lots of questions and training camp's fun you know training camp is especially the first couple of weeks once you get to like week three or four and you're out there and you're kind of like getting to the dregs of the summer and, and practice you're like alright I've, I've seen enough yeah. but right now it's, it's fun um, so we all, you know, we've been covering training camp here for many years um, and we've got some good stories
0: Yeah. and so sure. we want
1: to do bring back our story time segment to give da, you some da, da. you know some stories from the years of covering training camp you got some good ones
0: Make. Yeah, so since I've been here so much longer. Yeah, you're you an know, old man. Since you're a new guy, yep. you new around here. Uh, I started well, in 2009. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are an old man, so what was it like back here when
1: Brian Billick was a coach and all that? <laughs> you mean Ted Marchabrota? Yeah, Ted Marchabrota, yeah. Uh,
0: I started in 2009, and that's when the Ravens were still in Westminster uh, for training camp, which was, it was fun. Uh, you know, we're not going to go down this whole rabbit hole of, oh, why aren't they still out there and all that, you know. But it was cool out there. Uh, and one thing that I specifically remember, first of all, was when Snoop Dogg visited <laughs> in 2009, and that was amazing. So I was back here at the team facility, and I was an intern. This is, like, my first, like, couple weeks on the job. Mm-hmm. And we get word that Snoop Dogg's coming to practice, and I was <laughs> like, holy hell, yeah. right? So I begged my boss to send me on an errand, essentially, to go out to, to go out to camp. I convince them, they say, go get some photo cards or whatever. I hop my Acura Integra, my 1997 Acura Integra <laughs> with 240,000 miles on it. And I, and I am hauling butt to get out to Westminster, screaming up the road, get there literally probably five minutes after Snoop Dogg leaves. Everybody everybody I talk to is like, oh, man, he was the coolest. He's put, got pictures with everybody. Everybody's showing me their selfies with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was unreal. It, ser- it seriously is one of my top 10 biggest regrets that I <laughs> missed that day. Didn't get to meet Snoop Dogg. You
1: know, mine on a training camp note is the day that Muhammad Ali came.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. And I knew he was coming, but for whatever reason, didn't think that we were going to be able to be here. That it was only going to be... Team only. Yeah, like players. Right and then it wasn't <laughs> everybody was <laughs> and then I was Muhammad like so I, so I wasn't here that was the year we won the Super Bowl that was in 2012 yep. Yep. Um, and I wasn't here and then I just remember seeing pictures from all these different people that had, were hanging out with Muhammad Ali and I'm like I just missed the champ I missed the opportunity <laughs> for the champ so, who would you rather meet Muhammad Ali or Snoop I would rather meet Muhammad Ali really yeah I mean he's one of the greatest athletes American icons It's
0: very true I mean, Snoop is an icon in a different sort he of way. He is, yeah.
1: <laughs> we should, you know, one of my favorite Snoop things is his video after the Ravens beat the Steelers.
0: Right, well, that's the funny thing is that Snoop's a huge Steelers fan. Huge right. Steelers fan. He's at Ravens camp with a, you know, Ravens hat on and Ravens shirt on. We, of course, we make all guests, Harbs makes all guests wear Ravens stuff, <laughs> so he wasn't going to get away with that. And I also remember about the Snoop visit is this is when you know you're a boss, right? Right. He had a guy. It's like a bright sunny day. He had a guy in a full suit. Like it was a hot day. Guy in a full like linen suit. Guy's just sweating, sweating, holding an umbrella over <laughs> over Snoop. Right everywhere he walks, he's just got this guy in a suit just following around with an umbrella. That's when you know you have made it. That's funny. That's going to be you for me this year. Keep an umbrella. Above I,
1: me? I've seen the pictures of him with the umbrella. I just assumed it
0: was a rainy day. No, it was just a hot sunny, hot, day. hot. and dude, <laughs> that guy was keeping him cool. It's great. The, the other, the only other, and I'll, we'll stop story time after this. The only other one I remember from Westminster, and you know, this is when players are hanging out in the dorms. They would sleep in the dorms or whatever. Everybody play They shared dorm rooms, I think. And I remember it was my first year, like really reporting, and I was supposed to do a story on Loram McLean. I think it was on his campaign, McLean for running back or yeah. something. I was writing a story about that, and I didn't get him after practice, and uh so they said you know well I'll just go knock on his dorm his door and so i go knock knock just get up oh, come on come on in open the door there's leon McLean, nothing but his boxers just <laughs> sprawled out on his bed just like what up dog come on, come on in you want to talk i'm like uh sure you know like looking around where it's tiny little college dorm room yeah. ain't many places to sit i'm like Sitting on the edge of the bed. <laughs> like, this is just weird. <laughs> so, yeah, was it a good it, interview? It was probably the shortest interview I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're good. We got enough. I got one question for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so that was a weird one. But. Yeah. I do miss Westminster. It was pretty cool.
1: I, I, training camp's fun. I remember when they had it here a few years ago and they brought the ice cream truck out. Oh, yeah, that, that
0: was great. That was great. Art Jones still remembers that, too. Art
1: Jones was running out there and Terrence Cody. <laughs> 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 Two big boys
0: that or were they, huffing. That was the happiest I've ever seen them.
1: They were huffing their way to the ice cream stand.
0: It's like Art Jones celebrating when we won the Super Bowl, Art Jones the ice cream truck. Yeah, comparable. Yeah. They're, it, they're, mm, You close. know what you
1: missed? Uh, they brought the ice cream truck here. It was intern orientation. I know. Last I saw, week. I saw that. You know, bucks. you're a fat boy, so you definitely did, would have missed I that. I was a
0: little bit upset about yeah. that that I missed that. So,
1: so that was good. Maybe they'll bring it out here in training camp. And you can have your Art Jones moment.
0: Yeah, but I'm telling you though, Belgium. I was at that moment. I was drinking some nice Belgian <laughs> beers. You can get into all the beers. Don't get me started. There's 7-Eleven. Their version of a 7-Eleven. I'm telling you, has a hundred different beers and some of the best beers in the world. Dang. Unbelievable.
1: Everywhere you go. You know what we'll need to do is uh, next podcast. Yeah. We'll need to put together some of our favorite summer beers you know that's a good one you know because we always do the pumpkin beer i think right. we did winter um so we yeah. gotta cook maybe our best summer beers. to each pick a couple
0: i came back in our house sitter left like a six pack in the fridge and it was a honey ginger wheat ale that
1: seems like there's too much going on there. i know
0: I'm, I'm interested to try it i yeah. haven't tried it yet mm.
1: too much it once you have too many adjectives in front of whatever the beer is i'm kind of out
0: yeah yeah it might be a little too much I be worried about that. <coughs> so, anyway Let's get back to talking about football yeah. here. Uh, and before we go, I think one thing that everybody's talking about right now, and what we should touch on, is how good is how good do we think this team is going to be at this point? Mm-hmm. You know, on paper, we haven't really seen them, but how good does this team look to you right now? Well, I think the defense
1: is should be a top five defense without question. Mm-hmm. It just should it should be the money is invested there. If, the if it's, not,
0: if it's not, I would. I would say that's a disappointment.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the capital's there from a draft standpoint, so this defense should be top five. Um, offense still has its question marks. So I think that this team ha- could, could absolutely return to the playoffs. I really do. I don't think that there's like, a big, glaring reason why this team shouldn't be in the playoffs. You have a quarterback who's still in the prime of his career, a 10-year veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, you, have, you have a veteran receiver in Jeremy Macklin. Who mm-hmm. you've added. You yeah, have like Rashad you have Perriman who I think I still think could end up being a huge player this year. Mm-hmm. Mike Wall well, Mike Wallace is a thousand yard receiver last year. So like I think that you have some pretty good weapons. You have a quarterback that has done it. Uh, that's in the prime of his career. So I think that the Ravens should be back in the playoffs. I think that it's going to be tough to knock the Steelers off from the top in the AFC North. I mean, they didn't get any worse on paper. They still have Antonio Brown. They still have Le'Veon Bell. They still have Ben. Like, they still have all their pieces that brought them to that point last year. So, But think about last year, it came down. What it come down to? It came down to Week 16 in Pittsburgh on Christmas Day. And the yep. Ravens, I think, have made enough impro- improvements to, if they're in that position again, they can win that game. Yep. So I don't see any reason, why, to any reason to think that the Ravens can't win the division this year.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I think that they're definitely going to be in the hunt with, uh, for that. And, uh, yeah, this team on paper is better than last year's team on paper going into it, I would say. Um, and they could be a dominant defense. And if you have a dominant defense that can, that can really win games that way— it, it's not going to take a ton from the offense. And I think the offense has some definite potential. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be a good offense. Like I don't think it's it. going to be a top-five offense. But if it can be a good offense with the way that this defense is looking, and we throw it out there, they got a final nickel corner, and there's some question marks there, but defense is going to be good. If, if defense plays up to its potential, and if the offense, I think, can be good or okay to good, this team's going to win a lot of games.
1: Yep. If you can, and, and when, as soon as you cross midfield, Justin Tucker can Seriously. And so you have special teams. Right. So if you can, if you can hold teams to, you know, this defense is going to be able to hold teams. 10. Yeah, I mean, 10's probably, but you'll be able to hold teams probably around right. 14 points. Right. Right? And then if you, can you get 17 points on a weekly basis? You should be able to get 17 points. Right, and if you can do that, you're going to win a lot of games. Yep. And I think the Ravens, that's going to be their model for success. I don't think they want to be playing games where it's a uh, 28 to 31. That's not what they want to be doing. They want to be playing 20 to 14 games, and they're well, going they to win a lot that way. They would
0: 31 to 14 games they, is what they They would for. like
1: to be playing 31 <laughs> to 14 games.
0: I think it more likely is going to be playing 20 to 14 games. So get, get your anxiety meds ready. Yeah. We're uh, already ready. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting those out. Hope the heart's in good working condition. Uh, we're going to find out a lot during training camp and we're going to be bringing you a ton of coverage I mean, highlights every single day different packages on different position groups one-on-one drills with pass rushers and blockers we're going to be bringing you just tons of video written, all the news so make sure you keep it locked here and, uh, and we'll be doing the pod and we'll have some good guests we haven't had Jerry Macklin on, we haven't had Danny Woodhead on Yep. We haven't had Chuck Clark on. Huh?
1: We haven't had Chuck Clark, our boy. <laughs> haven't had Coach Harbaugh. We're we in had the works.
0: That is in the works. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of good stuff to come, so make sure you keep it locked in. And as always, you can reach us at thelounge at ravens.nfl.net. Happy to be back. Garrett, thank you very much for holding it down while I was at